Episode 130, Wayne in with Travis Hartman. I am B-Money, the producer. That over there is the talent. Weekend Trav, Weekend Trav, Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence Jr. This weekend, July 29th, coming to us from the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Of course, we're going to be talking about this fight right now. This is for the undisputed welterweight championship of the world. Holy moly, it's finally coming to fruition, Weekend Trav. What do you take on this thing? Errol Spence Jr., Terrence Crawford, what's your thought here? Awesome fight. We're we're all glad it's finally happening. This is, I don't think it was to the extent of the Manny Pacquiao Floyd Mayweather, how they stretched that out to get made, but it was, it was creeping up on that. I mean, I think we've been talking about the Errol Spence Crawford fight for what, a couple of years, probably at least. Yep. yep. And you know what? Again, I, I gotta give credit, I gotta give credit to Crawford because this fight's only happening, in my opinion, because he left Bob Arum, because I do believe that both of these fighters weren't holding this fight up. I never believed that, and I still don't to this day. I do believe both of these fighters always wanted this fight. I believe it was the um, the middleman, which is the promoters, that got in the way. Soon as Crawford left Bob Arum, we inched even closer to making this fight happen. Crawford had, what, one fight, I think, um, on, on, his own, on his own, essentially, and then now we're having the Errol Spence fight. I yeah. love it. I'm glad these guys are fighting. I'm glad that the 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 talking heads got out of the way and we get to see this welterweight clash. And what was it you were saying that this was what the uh, only the 13th time in the in the whole world that this has been unified? Yeah, so so according to uh, my research it looks like only 13 times in the past has there been a unification bout of all the belts for the welterweights in history, this being one of them. I mean, this is going to be a blockbuster fight, Weekend Trav. I think there were some third-party money middlemen that came into play because if I'm reading this correctly, it's uh, it's it's rumored that both guys are going to be walking out with eight figures, not including pay-per-view numbers. That's tremendous. That's going to be the most each either one of these guys has made in any of their fights. When I look back on some of the ones, I'm seeing two, three, four, five million bucks. Eight figures is some primetime dollars we can trap. So I believe there was some th- some third-party action to finally get everything kind of structured outside of just the typical promoting yada, yada, yada. So we're talking about they're both making $10 million plus, guaranteed. Guaranteed oh, money, that is. That is guaranteed, not including pay-per-view. Hey, you know what? This fight... So here's what I want the fans to know because I really, really hope that this video pops off like our last one so everybody hears this. This is the most important for fans right now to make sure they buy this fight and tune in because this fight, they're paying these fighters like it's a blockbuster. And we have two guys that maybe don't sell the best, like Crawford doesn't necessarily sell the best. What I mean by this is these guys are finally fighting each other. They're finally unifying. They're finally getting paid. Now we need the consumer to buy this fight that way promoters in the future will be like, Hey, we'll, we'll pay big money for these fights because the consumer pays big money for it. So I really hope that everybody tunes in because if we don't tune into this fight, we're going to see these fights get stretched out for three, four, five yeah, years yeah, that's in, the, true. in the next go around. So I really hope it's important for us to keep seeing these big fights as long as the money's there and the money's only there if we tune in. So I hope everybody tunes into this because it's going to be worth it. For those curious, Showtime pay-per-view, that is this Saturday, July 29th. Uh, so that's why I take a look at your broadcasting situation, how you can get that pay-per-view. We can travel. Errol Spence comes into this fight, 33 years of age. Ter- Terrence Crawford comes in at 35. Okay, let me show you. Let me throw some other stats at you. Errol Spence, 28 and 0 with 22 knockouts. Terrence Crawford, 39 and 0 with 30 knockouts. 
are these guys just hitting their stride now? Are they just hitting their prime now? Or is this kind of the culmination of just two historical careers finally battling it out? And where do we go from here? No, I think this is the first time in a really long time that we're getting two guys at the peak of their career. Mm. I think they're both right here. Mm. Okay. I think after this fight, honestly, I think they're going to slowly start to be on the downside or on the other, not the downside, but the other side of their career. So I think it's perfect. Even though Crawford's 35, Crawford has never been in one of those wars. He's been in 39 fights, but his 39 fights is, won't equivalent to most people's 39 fights where right. some of these guys fight a bunch of wars. I've never seen Crawford in a war. So that's why 39 fights under his belt, plus he's got 30 KOs. So he ha he doesn't have as many rounds under his belt as most people do by 39 fights. And the same thing with um, Errol Spence. Even though he's a little bit younger, I think that car wreck that he had and that climb back up puts him more even about 35, just like Crawford in his body. So I think this fight could not have been made at any better of a time than right now. I think they are both young top of their career, undefeated. There is no better time for them to fight. And we haven't got that in a long time, B-Money. And that's probably why we haven't, because we've only seen 13 unifications of the welterweight division, undisputed unifications of the welterweight division yep. in the history of the sport. That makes that makes you make sense. Like Crawford's a world champion right now. Earl Spence is a world champion right now. They're both fighting at the top of their uh, peak of their career right now. Yeah, Crawford coming in as the WBO champ. And it's interesting you mentioned that about the rounds and kind of the, the, the wars, right? So I'm going back. I'm, I'm a box wreck right now. And I'm looking at Terrence Crawford. Last time he was in a fight that went the distance, went to the decision, was in 2016, Victor Postal. Okay, Errol Spence, pretty recent, 2020, when he fought Danny Garcia. But he didn't. He was coming off of a string of three fights there, including that fight where he went it went the distance. So definitely um, some war-torn uh, war uh, baggage that uh, Errol Spence is bringing to the ring. And, and I can't remember when the car accident was. I think that was prior. I think it was, what, 18 or 19? It was um, October of 2019, I believe. Yeah, 18 or 19, because it was before the pandemic. I remember that. It was sure. right after Porter, though, right after he fought Porter, correct? I think so. Yeah. So, so he definitely has, um, you know, bringing some baggage in early, uh, but Crawford hasn't been in, like you said, he hasn't been in that uh, kind of a full distance war in quite some time. I mean, I think what, what, who was it against? Maybe it was Porter. Uh, where no, he stopped Porter. Deep. Yeah. But one of, one of those fights, it went deeper, like in around 10. Or oh, no, nine. that was his last one. That was Benavidez. It went like 11 or 12. Yeah. And so, he knocking the, the guy out. So these are <clears throat> a couple of years ago. So these are interesting uh, situations for both fighters coming in. We got Errol Spence Jr. He's a southpaw. Terrence Crawford can mix it up. He's going to go. He's going to change it up. But what do you see? How do you see this fight going weekend, Trav? I'm not asking for a prediction, but how do you see yeah. this fight kind of developing over the 12 rounds of action that we're going to see? I think for if you're Errol Spence and you want to win this fight, how you win this fight is you wear down Terrence Crawford. And mm. that's kind of how Errol Spence's style is. He's just a come forward type of guy. He overpowers you. He kind of beats on you head, body, head, and just kind of walks you down. And that's how he's won his fights. But also, that's why he's also been in some tough fights because, and that's also why I've seen him take a lot of clean shots. He's yeah. taken a lot of like clean shots, which tells me that his chin is phenomenal. But mm. um, you have to, he's going to have to walk Crawford down. He's going to have to wear Crawford out. And just constantly be beating on him because if Crawford is allowed to move and box like he can, 
he's going to box circles around Croft. Or, um, he's going to box circles around Errol Spence. So Errol Spence, he's got to get behind his jab. He's got to locate Crawford early. He's got to land body shots early because the reason why the body shots are important is because the body shots are going to slow down Crawford's legs from moving. Yeah. And that's yeah. what he has to do because Crawford is super athletic. He's in amazing shape. But if Errol's allowed to get to him early, I mean, within three to four rounds, he's going to have to touch him early and a lot to wear down Terrence Crawford. Because one thing you know about Crawford is he doesn't get tired. This guy is in phenomenal shape every single fight. So if you're Errol Spence, you got to touch him early. You got to get to him. You got to put pressure on him and you got to wear him down. Now bunches, on the bunches and bunches. So, I mean, uh, and, and that's and how Errol he fights. Spence, if that's the way he fights, right? So he has all, all the skill sets, heavy hands. He is quick. He is slick. Southpaw makes it a little bit more dangerous for some folks if they're not used to that. And the punches and bunches. If anyone could throw a lot of volume the way of Bud Crawford, it would be this Errol Spence, right? So tell yeah. me, we can Trav then on the flip side. How does one Terrence Crawford then beat Errol Spence Jr. in the ring this Saturday? So just the opposite. Crawford has to do what he does best, and that is box and move. And I do think Crawford has power, and I know that Errol Spence is susceptible to getting caught clean. So mm. I wouldn't be shocked here, B-Money, if we seen somebody go down in this fight. I actually think Crawford is going to catch Errol Spence clean and either hurt him or put him down briefly. I don't think he can knock him out because I think Errol Spence has that good of a chin. I don't think either guy is going to knock each other out. But I I wouldn't be surprised if Crawford can catch Errol Spence off balance and, and put him on the point and knock him down once in this fight. But Crawford has got to be um, very conscious of Spence is the bigger guy. Yeah. So if he let, allows Spence to wear on him and get to him and pound his body and pound his head, pound his body, pound his head and walk him down, he's going to be in trouble in the late rounds. And this is a world title fight. This fight is going to go into the late round because these guys are both elite level fighters. And this is where I'm going to go back to when I always say this. You don't usually see knockouts in elite level fights. This is a unification fight, meaning both guys are world champions. I don't think we're going to see a knockout. If we see a knockout, holy crap, whoever knocks whoever out in this fight, it is going to be a phenomenon because that fighter is going to be amazing. Put him on Mount Rushmore of boxers if one of these guys can knock the other guy out. And to your point, okay, and, and Vegas agrees with you, the over-under on the rounds is 10 and a half. And the payout, though, on over 10 and a half is minus 240, according to BetUS. That makes uh, sense. So, so everyone's kind of expecting it kind of the way you said it. Deep rounds, if not going the full distance, which, which I want to be shocked at that. This is not the prediction uh, uh, post that we're going to uh, definitely post later on in the week right before the fight. So I'm not going to ask you who wins, but it does look like uh, you're kind of leaning more towards the deeper side of the fight one way or another. Yeah, and I think that Crawford, too, has to make sure he gets his jab started early because he's fast and that jab is important. I think we, we need to see a lot of jabs upstairs, jabs downstairs, move around. You got to paint that target on Earl Spence. And if Crawford can get away with doing that and switching from left-handed to right-handed, giving Earl Spence a lot of different looks because we said this in our last episode, go check us out, um, episode 129, that... Um, Crawford can switch better than anybody. Very well, yeah. And Earl Spence has never fought a guy who can switch like Crawford. Same token, Crawford has never fought a guy with the power, with the speed, with the agility of Earl Spence either. So when these two, when these two things meet, 
we're going to see a blockbuster fight because so of that's, that. So that's interesting, Weekend Trap. So when you talk about that fight setup, when you talk about Spence being a southpaw, the lefty, and you talk about Terrence Crawford being orthodox but switching, and typically when he switches, and the fights that I've seen, when he switches, he tends to commit to that at the oh, yeah. point that he does switch sides. How Do you see this being a uh, orthodox versus a southpaw matchup, or do you think uh, do you think Terrence Crawford early, maybe the early rounds, decides, hey, let's, let's check this out, south versus south? What do you think? I, I'm predicting for sure that, that Terrence Crawford spends a majority of this fight left-handed. Hmm, I see him staying left-handed a majority of this fight. If for some reason he can't figure out Spence and that's not working, he will switch. But I think that he's going to go left-handed for a majority of this fight. And that that's my prediction there. Obviously, this guy is very, very... Crawford thinks on, like on a flip of a hat in that ring. He's a very smart fighter. So if he sees something he doesn't like in there, obviously he's going to switch. I genuinely believe that he's going to try to fight a lefty in the lefty stance as well. Interesting. Interesting. We can try any final comments, not a prediction, but any final comments with regard to this matchup. You've already talked about the way Errol Spence would be able to beat Terrence Crawford. And we've talked about the way Crawford would break down and beat Spence. Is there any other final thoughts and assessment you want to give to the general public about this fight matchup uh, prior to switching gears here? I just want to emphasize to everybody, if you want to continue to see big fights like this, when guys are the top of their level and they're getting paid to do these big fights, we need to tune in and watch this fight. Mm. I cannot stress that enough. I said this in the last episode too, boxing's at a point to where we're we're hitting on all cylinders, B-Money. It's been a really long time since both fighters have been guaranteed double-digit million-dollar paydays. Yeah. So I think that this is, this is the culmination. I think we're going to get a lot of eyes. And we need to, because if we don't get a lot of eyes, the promoters and television networks are going to be like, screw these big fights. They're not profitable. So we have to, as the consumer, I can't stress enough, tune into this fight. But also, as a bonus, why wouldn't you want to tune into this fight? This is going to be a phenomenal fight. Both of these guys pack a knockout punch. Both of these guys know how to box. Both of these guys can take a punch, although... Earl Spence has proven that he actually can take a punch because he took a lot of clean ones. We really haven't seen Terrence Crawford take a clean shot. I believe he might have been a little hurt by Postal way back in the day. But other than that, we haven't really seen Terrence Crawford's chin tested, which I think is a good thing. But both of these guys, they can fight. They have knockout power. They're fast. They're, they're, they're talented. They're, they're athletic. They have everything. And now guess what? It's like a meteorite going against a meteorite. We're going to go and get an explosion on Saturday night. And I think everybody needs to tune in. It's crazy. I mean, these are the kind of fights that we talk about and we dream about, um, you know, kind of going back to some of the box rec stuff. I'm looking at all the prior fights they've had over the last few years. And you got to go way back on both guys where there wasn't some sort of a belt included in the matchup. I think, let's see, Errol Spence goes all the way back to 2016 where he wasn't fighting for a title of some sort. And then talk about uh, uh, Terrence Crawford. That's all the way to 2013. These are these are two phenomenal boxers two phenomenal athletes that have had gold around their waist for years these are the kind of big build-up fights that we talk about and we will talk about for years to come similar to what you mentioned on floyd mayweather and manny pacquiao though that took a lot longer to culminate and probably wasn't at the most ideal time in both of their careers yeah. but this is the kind of names and this is the kind of fight we're talking about okay when we look back years from now this is going to be one of those fights that we talk about and hopefully, and they and they should bring the fireworks in the ring. 
I think it's going to go. I think it's going to go most of that, those 12 rounds, if not all of them. So it should be pretty interesting weekend, Trav. These two, Errol Spence Jr. taking on Terrence Crawford at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, July 29th. You can catch it on Showtime pay-per-view, and that's for the undisputed welterweight championship of the world. Ooh. It's insane. Like you, you were that stat you just mentioned. That means that Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence have been world champions for seven plus years. Not even that. They're undefeated. Nobody has even came close to beating either one of these fighters. And now those two guys get to meet where nobody has touched them. Nobody. Nobody has even came close to beating them. And now they're fighting each other. How could you want anything better, B Money? If you how if- could you? If you are a, a just a combat sports fan, you should be salivating at this matchup. This is going to be a great one, and uh, we should we will definitely be tuning in, and obviously we'll give a prediction prior to that, and obviously our assessment right after that as well. Amazing fight. We've been talking about it for years. Looking forward to it completely. We can trav. Episode 130, we need to change gears here. And what I want to talk about is a fight that was actually, we're recording this on Tuesday, uh, and the fight was this morning for us, uh, and it, it was in Japan, and that was one, in a way, uh, sorry, Noya, in a way, taking on Stephen Fulton, dismantling Stephen Fulton to take home yep. new gold, new weight class. He's now the WBC and WBO Super Bantamweight champ at the 122 weight class. Four division, four, not four time world champion, four division world champion. He started at a weight class, moved up, cleared it out, moved up, cleared it out, moved up again. And he hasn't cleared that weight class out yet. I believe there's a guy that has two other belts in that weight class, but he beat an undefeated world and champion. And he was in the ring with him right after. Yeah. So that looks like it's, yeah. and, and, and in a way is said, I want to become the undisputed by the end of the year. I mean, holy moly. That How is you not incredible. Love- how could what you not I- love him? The the monster for real. He his hands, his speed, it's just incredible. The way that he just took down Stephen Stephen Fulton didn't know what to do with all the, the speed. And Fulton had a three and a half inch reach advantage on Inouye. And he couldn't touch him at all. And you know, it's crazy because I don't think Fulton won a single round. On my scorecard, there was one. a couple. I and I, and he, he's and I was gonna say there was one round where I could see possibly, but that could have been a pity round to be honest, yeah, because yeah. I thought he got beat every single round and then dismantled, which was actually pretty shocking because there was a lot of people that actually were pulling and thoughtful and could pull this off because of his height, his reach, his weight class, undefeated. But dude, I think that I think one hundred percent that. Naoway Inouye is the number one pound for pound boxer in the world. I think I think it almost has to go without argument at this point, right? Be money. It yeah. has to be, I think, unanimous because nobody has done what he's done. And only thing I will say this though, whoever wins between Crawford and Errol Spence, I think could take that back. But you know I think what? those guys are all right there. I was with you until that last final comment, but I do agree with you that Inouye, the monster. He is the number one pound for pound fighter in the world, bar none. There's no question about it in my mind anymore. Canelo, you know, he he held that that crown for a while. Then you know Crawford for a while too. But I'm sorry, this guy literally goes into weight weight divisions and dismantles them. Like no one could be toe to toe with this guy. 
And, and he's proven it time and time again. Now, though, for the fourth time in a fourth weight class, which don't get me yeah. wrong, Crawford stepped up several times too. But Canelo did too. And Canelo did too. But that's really the makings of the pound for pound thought process, exactly. right? Exactly. And, and in a way, I don't know how old he is, but he doesn't look very old. I mean, he looks like he has a lot of time to go and not a lot of wear. For, I know he had a, a maybe it was Denaire or somebody. I remember he split his eye like years ago, and you can kind of see yeah. some of that damage still on that eye. But overall, I'm sorry. There is no one pound for pound in boxing better in the world than Nao. I always say his first name wrong. Uh, Nao, in a way. There we go. Sorry. Sorry. Listen, I'm not disagreeing right now, 100%, but I don't. This is why I put Crawford or Errol Spence up there because right now, Crawford and Errol Spence are on at least they're both the top five on everybody's pound for pound list, sure. right? So now these two guys are fighting each other. The winner, the I, way, I mean, to say in a way hasn't fought way. a pound for pound guy though. Yeah, but who's down there with him? Exactly, that and that's, that's kind so of the point. The that's only the way I could see one of these guys potentially leapfrogging him into that conversation is if the fight with Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford is just a dismantling, just a, just a, yeah. just a short knockout fight like overwhelming favorite in this thing that's the only way in my opinion that could be in the conversation unfortunately for us and and anyone else that talks boxing on podcasts or shows or whatever else yeah we could talk all day long it's not going to matter uh because it's all about opinion but i yeah. think the opinion right now that you have and i currently have as in a way being the number one pound for pound fighter boxer in the world yep. is as accurate as you can get 100%. we'll see what happens this saturday I think there, I, I don't think there should be, I don't even think it's even a debate right now. Today, after that, it can't even be a debate. Amazing. It has to be pound for pound. So congratulations, Naoa. I always say his name wrong, man. Naoa. Naoa, thank you. Congratulations, Naoa, <laughs> in a way, on your fight and your victory over Stephen Fulton. Now, WBC and WBO super bantamweight champ. And it looks like you're probably going to take all the belts here by the end of the year. We will see. Uh, so we can Trav, that starts to wrap up episode 130 for our subscriber base. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening and hearing our thoughts. If you have yet to subscribe, please do so below. Hit the thumb up button and the like. Hit the bell icon if you want to be notified for all the other content leading up to this matchup that we're going to be posting and, and afterwards as well. We can Trav, final thoughts to you. If you haven't liked this yet, why not? Like our page. We put out good quality stuff. Uh, we talk about the big time fights. We give you guys inside of all these big time fights. Like us. We love this. We're begging for this. We love putting this show on. We love doing this. But our views need to keep going. Just like I've been pleading with everybody for this fight, Crawford versus Spence, buy this fight. The same token, subscribe to us. Like us. Share us. If you like us, Share us with a friend. Private message them our link. Uh, go to our Instagram. Follow us on Weighing In with Travis Harmon. We put out lots of reels, lots of information on a 24-hour basis. Here we do the show once a week, um, but you find a lot of up-to-date stuff on our Instagram. So follow us. I like it. I like it. My final thoughts are... I need to find an Inaway shirt or something, man. I got to be sporting that around town because this guy is... I tell you what, I don't get excited very often about a lot of stuff, but when it comes to fights... I enjoy them, but <laughs> this fighter, I mean, I was just speechless watching him fight this morning. It was incredible. I didn't need a cup of coffee weekend, Trav. I didn't need any coffee when I watched, in a way, dismantle Stephen Fulton. It was great. And I hope this Saturday when we watch Spence and Crawford battle that it's going to be the same thing. I'm going to be wired. I won't be able to sleep after it. 
in a way was your coffee. That's how good this guy is. In a way was my coffee. That's the soundbite right there. We can Trav. Uh, episode 130 is in the books. That over there is the talent. We can Trav. That there is B Money, a.k.a. producer, a.k.a. The man, the myth, the legend. God bless.